0: What's happening, everybody? Thomas DeLauer here. And in case you missed the video last week where I announced the four-week Keto Shred Challenge, I'll go ahead and recap it here real quick. But there is a link to that video down below in the description so you can pop over there and watch that full meal plan video at any time. Purpose of this video, educational, coaching, Let's bring it on. Let's make sure people get a chance to comment, get a chance to ask their questions specifically about this challenge, but also just about this whole process in general and the specific methodology I have behind this 30 day, what I'm calling keto shred challenge. Now, it's a challenge in the sense that I want to challenge everyone to embark on something that's going to be difficult, but it's really more of a community thing. So please do comment where you're watching from, go ahead and just, you know, Let it all hang out. Just show me where you're at, what's going on, if you're starting this journey, if you're starting this process, if you're starting this challenge. For those of you that don't know me, I had my own transformation. I had a 100 pound transformation from about a 300 pound corporate executive into what I do now. So being someone that's gone through my own transformation, I know how brutal sometimes getting over that plateau can be and how difficult it can be. So that's the purpose of this whole challenge is to really bust through plateaus. Yes, there's going to be people that are just getting started and aren't going through plateaus, but anyhow, we're gonna have some fun with it. So lots of people that are in this video already. I'll recap a little bit of the challenge as I go, but just to save time, I'm not going to drill into the full meal plan since it's in a separate video. Um, Hang tight, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open up uh, in this other window that I have open right now, I'm going to try to open up the live chat so that I can see it outside of just here, but I don't know if that's gonna work. Anyhow, let's go ahead and let's go rock and roll. So the whole purpose of this setup was to do a three-day rotation. And what that means is you're going to have one day of higher fat sort of uh, traditional keto, And then the second day is going to be a lower fat, higher protein keto day. And then the third day is going to be an intermittent fasting day. Okay, let me explain the methodology behind all this so that it makes some perfect sense because it sounds a little bit crazy at first. The purpose of the higher fat, regular keto day is just like it sounds, okay? The goal there, get your body indoctrinated into ketosis, get your ketone levels higher with higher amounts of fat, okay? And then we want those ketones to be elevated. And then the next day, what we want to do is we want to pull fats out of the equation a little bit. Okay, we're going to decrease fats aggressively. Now, remember, the full meal plan is in the video down below. You may have seen it last week. Maybe you didn't. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to check it out because it's about as free as free gets on the internet, to be completely honest. Full meal plan, everything. So anyway, and it's no gimmicks. I'm not trying to sell you anything. It's just down there. Okay, so... The idea behind the higher protein, lower fat day is now that we've gotten ketones elevated and we've gotten our body conditioned to utilizing fats, we take away the dietary fat for a little bit so the body doesn't really have much of a choice but to tap into our stored existing fat, okay? It elevates different uh, gene expression of different things. So PPAR alpha, uncoupling proteins, all these different gobbledy that I talk about in my videos. Okay, then the third day in each cycle, in each sequence is an intermittent fasting day. So essentially we're taking equal for 30 days. Now to give you a breakdown of why this works, it's really coming down to one specific thing that's called PPAR alpha. Now PPAR alpha is a protein that gets activated when we fast, it's a protein that gets activated when we uh, go through any kind of, basically keto too, whenever our bodies are utilizing fats. So what ends up happening is this gene gets expressed, but then we end up eating so many calories, a lot of times we suppress the activation of this gene. So what does this do? Well, it makes it so you're hurting your progress a little bit in terms of really getting as lean as you possibly can. So anyhow, I wanna go ahead video that was posted up last week there. You're not signing up for anything. It's nothing like that. This is purely just, I try to do this a few times per year to drive some really good engagement and really good community. Uh, Julie says, yep, you just do it. So let's bring on the questions. People that are doing this challenge, bring them on because I think that's going to, uh, Um, So someone says, uh, when you say do not mix fats and carbs, brown rice with avocado, don't eat brown bread with peanut butter. Yeah, I do not generally recommend combining copious amounts of fat because the mitochondria doesn't really like to process both of the What's going on? The whole buffering thing. (laughs) Anyway. Um, hopefully everyone can hear me now. Is everyone rocking and rolling? Okay, I think we're good. I know we had a super chat that came in. It says, do you know much about benefits of taking boron supplements? I wanna keep this relevant to the challenge that we're doing. So boron is usually used for uh, sex hormone binding globulin reduction, helping uh, testosterone production. If you do a quick search, type in Thomas DeLauer Boron, you'll find some videos that I did on that. Uh, But someone had asked before, before I lost connection, if weight training was good on this plan. Absolutely, I would highly recommend that your weight training whenever you're doing keto uh, simply because, well, for one, you're going to be elevating that core me- metabolic rate. That's kind of what we're after. The benefit of the ketogenic diet in the first place is that it makes it so that when you are losing weight, you usually are retaining a good amount of your muscle mass, which is a large driver for your metabolism. So when we're looking at doing this kind of plan, we have pretty high amounts of protein, which is allowing us to maintain what's called a in the blood. Now, if you do some weight training, you can at least corral some of that protein into being muscle sparing. So yes, absolutely do recommend uh, weight training on this plan. Is there such a thing as too few of calories on keto? I haven't been losing weight on 1400 calories. Is it okay if I go as low as 1000 calories? My BMR is a 1400. Tremendous question. Can you go too low, low of calories on keto? You can go too low of calories on any diet, okay? Calories, that discussion, is almost a separate discussion, separate and apart from any other kind of dietary pattern that you're doing, okay? So the reason that that is the case is because we still have something called thermodynamics, which is a law of physics, really. It just implies that if we have more energy coming in or less energy coming in, things are going to adjust. Now, with keto, we have different variables. We have insulin that plays a role. We have different gene expression that plays a role, which means we are activating different genes, different enzymes. So you have a lot of different variables, but if your calories are low, your calories are low. And you might simply be at a stall because your body is just developing an efficiency for what's going on. So when I say an efficiency, it means your body has gotten in a groove with keto and it likes to utilize those fats but it also becomes very efficient at utilizing them. It's kind of a common theme with a lot of my videos where efficiency is kind of the enemy, right? Envision this. You go on a treadmill for a little while. Uh, You start going the treadmill for, I don't know, two, three months, and suddenly the treadmill stops working. Well, you've become very efficient at utilizing that treadmill. So your body gets better at the movement. It gets better at moving those muscles. It becomes more efficient, so it becomes less effective. So you switch to something that's more difficult. Perhaps you try, Uh, the elliptical or you try stair stepper all of a sudden the weight starts falling off again because you are challenging that efficiency so you need to be doing that with your diet now and then too and you don't always want to be doing it by just reducing calories which takes me to kind of the valid point of how this meal plan is set up in this challenge everyone that is asking this meal plan it's free it's not like I'm selling a meal plan it's a meal plan down below from a video that I posted last week, but thanks to our friends at YouTube, not everyone sees the videos that I post. So it is down below in the first line of the description, you can watch that video. Uh, and that meal plan is totally laid out, Nothing, nothing to take, just there. Okay, the purpose of this plan is to make it in such a way where you're not having to consistently drop calories. What we're doing is consistently adjusting macros. So for example, Day one, when your fat content is high and your protein content is moderate, your calories are still the same, Okay, and then the next day we do not change calories, but we drop fat and increase protein and make up for the calories there. So in other words, the net calories at the end of the day are the same, but the protein content is higher and the fat content is lower, yielding us a different ratio but more, or excuse me, the same overall calories. What this is gonna do is it's going to kickstart the body into utilizing different mechanisms that's gonna sort of shock the body at all times at an enzymatic and a cellular level. That's the whole idea behind all of this. And then we move into that third day where we add more fasting into the mix just for 16, 18 hours and voila, you've activated it in different ways. Someone says, can I incorporate or asking a question about lazy keto? Is this plan similar to that? No, this plan is actually very, very, I don't wanna say strict, but it's very, very regimented. This is for people that are super serious, that are ready to kind of like, you know, break a plateau and get through it for 30 days, because it's not gonna be easy. It's 30 days of something that I laid out that I spent a lot of time planning, that I feel like people are going to get a lot of benefit from. Constipation on keto, um, this is definitely a common thing, and I would definitely be recommending a little bit more in the way of magnesium to help you out with that. It's a pretty common thing. Um, I've been doing alternate day 36 hour fasting since the end of March. Should I stop and get ready for the flu season? Honda racer, that's a good question. You may want to start adjusting to shorter fasting. That's a little bit more, uh, maybe frequent, you know, maybe go one day on one day off with like a 16 to 20 hour fast kind of thing. Okay. Let me kind of break down. Um, how can I find my macros? You know, the best way that you can do that finding your macros is just using a simple app, log the food that you eat, use my Pal, use my net diary, anything like that, It's gonna break it down for you and make it pretty easy just to see exactly what it looks like. Um, Okay, JCBT says, my hematologist told me don't do keto, your cholesterol is going to go up. That's kind of an old argument. What you need to ask your doctor is if he can pull a, what's called a fractionated LDL panel. Okay, so remember that, fractionated LDL. Now what that means is that means that's going to test the actual particle size. Okay, so that's going to allow you to be able to See if your cholesterol really is high, or if it's good cholesterol that's high. Because even even LDL can be good. Uh, no, I'm not alternate day fast or against alternate day fasting. Someone asked. Um, people just ask about the immune system, and you don't necessarily want to do a super long fasts, anything over twenty four hours, all the time, if you're worried about an immune system. Uh, Thomas Salara, there's an Indian actress who died from kidney failure while doing keto only a few days ago. Thoughts on this? Yeah, I saw some of that. Um, she had a lot of other things going on. It wasn't just keto, she was doing keto. It doesn't mean that that was the, the cause. Is there a certain macro percentage we should be hitting each fat protein fasting day? Um, if you kind of add it up, you'll see that the fat content on day one is closer to like 65-ish percent. On day two, the fat uh, content is closer to like 30, 35%. And on day three, it's a little bit more uh, flexible depending on what you're doing with your intermittent fasting. Um, how many hours of hit or exercise will deplete all of your glycogen stores? Kunal asks. Well, that very much so depends on you and how much muscle mass you carry, so it's a very hard one to answer. Um, Shay Shay says, I'm excited because I need to break this plateau, but I just went to the grocery store and I hope I have most of the items. Yeah, I hope you do too, but I think that you can you know, play around with a little bit just to give you guys a breakdown. Um, so first uh, meal of the day, like on day one, you're looking at simple kind of thing, eggs, avocado, maybe a little bit of lox. I tried to put like a Mediterranean spin on everything. And again, people keep coming on here saying like, Are you selling a plan? I'm not selling a plan. This is not what this is. This is a 30 day challenge for my community. So the link to watch that video, which was a video posted on YouTube for free is down below. Um, I'm just trying to get as much community going. So I promised I would do weekly broadcasts throughout it to make sure that I'm engaging and answering questions. Um, David says one gram of protein per one pound of body weight per day or more. depends on the person. I think one gram per pound is plenty. Okay. I think that there are times when your body might demand more, but you need to listen to your own body and see what is working for you. If you feel like your strength is going down, there's a good chance you need more. If you feel like your strength is going up, there's no need to add more. Inc- you know, Keep it where it's at. There's a lot of different variables there. Um, uh, Mercedita says, thank you very much for doing this. You are super welcome. This is what this channel is all about. <laughs> Someone says, sell the plan, make that money. Trust me, I'm cool with capitalism if it's positive and it's good, but uh, there's also a place where I think dietary information should be out there for people. Don't worry, I'll make my money selling things in other ways that are gonna be beneficial. So anyway, uh, Ryan Vanderlei says, what should I eat if I have food poisoning? Uh, That's a tough one to answer. You should probably just keep it nice and light and easy. Uh, Yes, for everyone asking, the challenge technically starts today. Today's technically day one. However, the meal plan went up like four days ago, so that video's up. Okay, Kevin says, can you advise on some fish and nut alternatives? So for those of you that don't wanna eat the fish that's in this plan, what I would recommend that you consume is if, well, okay, first of all, let me back up. Some people just don't like the kind of fish that I laid out, but if you wanna switch it over to like a tuna or something like that, I'm not opposed to using tuna, despite some mercury, but I would prefer that you use chunk light tuna, not the albacore, because the chunk light is going to have much less mercury content. Okay, the albacore tends to be very, very high, but a good alternative for that is actually going to be just fine chicken breast. Now, it's not going to have the omega profile, it's not gonna be as good, so what I would recommend is that you do uh, chicken breast and add a couple fish oil pills along with it, or possibly even better, like a krill oil, just to allow you to get some of those uh, omegas that you would get otherwise. And nut alternatives, try to go for some seeds, uh, macadamia nuts are technically not a nut. They're technically a seed, even though they are, they are considered a nut. So macadamia nuts shouldn't be an issue, although you know some people still don't wanna have those. Uh, you could also use tahini, okay? So like tahini measures just the same way as almond butter does. One tablespoon of tahini is equal to one tablespoon of almond butter. And tahini is going to have a really nice antioxidant profile from what's called sesame and sesamolin, which are antioxidants that are in the sesame. Uh, Biohackers out there are gonna tell me that sesame is high in omega-6s and it's not good, but there are some really funky reasons that the antioxidants in sesame actually make that not true. Um, someone asked about keto with gout. Yes, just keep your protein levels a little bit lower. Um, uh, Luke says, hey Thomas, I'm five foot five and this year your videos helped me so much. I went from 85 to 60, 85 kilograms to 60 kilograms since February. I just binged a whole week worth of carbs, but it was worth it. Sometimes you just gotta let loose, it's all good. Um, the ideal weekly workout plan for fat loss. Uh, Chloe, if you just type in Thomas DeLauer hit, HIIT workouts, you'll get covered up with a few videos that I think are very effective for you. Um, Outcast says, thanks for all the info you put out. I'm 80 pounds down from 300, size 44 to 36 since last November. It's going slower now, but still working on it. You are my main source of keto info. Heck yeah. Well, I hope that this plan, this 30 day plan gets you over that little hump. something is all you need. Um, Do I recommend a 10 day fast? I'm on day two. Quite frankly, I don't recommend a 10-day fast unless you really want to do it for mastery or spiritual reasons. I don't see tremendous, tremendous body composition benefits coming from anything over like four days. Now, that's just me. I'm the fasting guy and some people might, you know, shame me for saying that but i just don't know if it's super super effective to go that long can my joint pain be related to keto it's not uncommon to have a little bit of joint pain with keto when you get started and later on and the reason behind that is simple okay muscle glycogen uh, goes away a little bit so muscle volume shrinks so what ends up happening is the actual contractile force of the muscle tends to go down a tiny bit and if your tendons aren't accustomed to kind of these changes it can put stress on your tendons It's okay though, it does clear up. Okay, I've experienced it too, and sometimes all I have to do is come off of keto for three, four weeks, and then come back on, and I'm good for another six months. Uh, Someone says, how about orange roughy fish? Orange roughy is totally, totally good to go. Uh, Just keep it it clean, try not to get the farm-raised stuff if you can. Um, Using maca powder on keto, any thoughts? Yeah, totally okay with maca. There's no reason that you can't use that. Should I do keto with diabetes type two? Um, I'm not a doctor, so I'm hesitant to comment on that. Uh, However, I have seen a lot of people, including very close family members, that have had immense success with it. So, unfortunately, because of the law, I have to say, consult with your doctor. Uh, Is Bulgarian yogurt good for this plan? Yes, in fact, there's some places where I literally have yogurt in the plan, and then I say, use Bulgarian or Greek, but prefer Bulgarian. Um, I also, the people that are doing this plan, You've probably seen the video that i laid down like the specific meat sources and everything like that so i laid down all the kinds of protein you should be consuming and what quantities so it might and just so you know i'm going to be doing these coaching broadcasts every monday around the same time so probably in the ballpark of four to five p.m pacific time i might have to shuffle next week's but i'll make sure i post up so that people know Uh, can i use cottage cheese instead of yogurt you can as long as it's organic good quality cottage cheese uh, what brand of Greek yogurt do you recommend? Uh, any kind of good quality organic one. If you can't find an organic one, that Faya brand is totally going to be okay, at least for a short amount of time. Uh, Labna is absolutely okay. Chris Letario, that's a great question. Labna is amazing. Okay. That's if you can find it, sometimes specialty places have it and no smart and final out here in California has it. Um, hey guys, can you do me a favor? Please hit the thumbs up button too. Um, I, it, sometimes you don't see it, but if you're on mobile, it's kind of, you kind of have to scroll down a little bit to see it, but there's a little thumbs, but thumbs up button and that's going to like this video and that just helps people that watch my channel see it a little bit more. Um, I just wanted to read this one comment out. It says, I just wanted to say thanks for all the information you're providing as well as the inspiration. Doing another fast after tomorrow. Used to be 22 stones, now I'm down to 17 stones. That's impressive, man. Good job. Um, Can I use the meal plan that you laid out to my everyday 16-8? So the meal plan that I laid out is not designed to be intermittent fasting every day. It's intermittent fasting every third day. So this could work long term. My concern for it being used long term is your calorie content might be a little bit low. So you may not wanna do it. You may wanna do like 30 days of this plan, then come off into a maintenance, 30 days of this plan, then come off into a maintenance, which might work out really well. Um, So anyway, this is designed to be more of a 30 day kind of sprint to get people ready and originally if you watch the video, originally this was a summer shred challenge. Originally it was supposed to be for people that were wanting to get ready for summer, but as everyone knows, summer kind of got canceled. So we couldn't post this up because it was a summer shred and I wanted to wait for a more realistic time, maybe when people are starting to uh, just get in the groove a little bit more and just get in that weight loss mode. It was a very difficult time. so. Um, Anyway, I broke my 48 hour fast with bone broth, then tuna, is that a good lean protein? Yes, it is. Uh, How many carbs a day are we aiming for each day? Well, it's a keto plan, so you really want to just, I would say, keep carbs as low as possible, but try not to exceed 30, Uh, and that includes your fiber, okay? So 30 to 35 with fiber. Uh, Any recommendations for an egg replacement if you're allergic to eggs or you're having a histamine reaction to eggs? Tracy, that's interesting you say that because I, for many years, had a histamine reaction to eggs. and then. I took some time away from them, slowly introduced them, and that went away. It's funny how things change, okay? Different environments, different places you live can actually impact histamine responses. It's pretty wild. But if you do have an issue with eggs, you notice that in the plan, I wrote down egg yolks, uh, a couple of eggs plus additional egg yolk along with avocado and along with lox. One of the things that you could do is you could add a little bit more in the way of the smoked salmon. So you're going more of kind of a fish there, okay? And then if you have a good source of like organic cream cheese or anything like that, just make yourself some kind of lox roll up, okay? So take the lox, put a little bit of cream cheese in it, roll it up. And then if you've ever tried making like those two ingredient flax breads, Uh, Quick Google search, everyone that's here, you can type in on Google, two ingredient flax bread, and there's like a dozen different recipes for uh, uh, making a flax keto friendly bread with two or three ingredients. So I would recommend that as just like a good breakfast replacement if you can't do the eggs. Um, Thomas, uh, can you please do a 30 day challenge where we fast, but just count calories and see how well we do? Don McKenzie, that's a really good idea to just make it simple. Um, And I will definitely think about doing that possibly beginning of the year. Um, Best nutritional info on the planet. Thank you, Kent, appreciate that, my man. Um, Let me say, what about wine? I'd love to have a glass of wine or two at night. Uh, Every other day, I'm okay with you having a glass of wine. That would be okay. Try to go for a dry red wine. It's gonna be the lowest carb content, lowest sugar content. Sage weight loss plateau, tried to lay off fasting, but nothing happened. I think this plan might actually work really well for you. This was what I used when I uh, kind of got into a plateau through my weight loss. But you may recall, I did a video back in February. I did this plan, like similar structure to this and did a self experimentation on it, did a whole video. I had really tremendous results. I lost a couple percent body fat in three weeks and I was already pretty lean. Um, let's see, Jigsaw Mag SRT. Yes, that would be a good one, magnesium to use. Um, Eric Ackerman says, any thoughts on a two-week bone broth fast for middle-aged men who are obese, trying to lose more weight, stalled on keto but no weight gain? Um, I Rather than do a two-week bone broth fast, you might be better off to just do a five-day true fast. Because when you're consuming bone broth, you're turning off some of those other fat burning processes. And remember, it's a very, very simple metabolic switch. When our body shifts over into fasting mode, it activates that AMPK pathway, which basically turns on all kinds of different energy systems in the body. It just is desperate to create energy. If you're constantly kind of tweaking it by having bone broth coming in and stuff like that, you're not gonna get the same result. I'd rather have you just do five days of true fasting without the bone broth. You'd also find that bone broth fasting, although effective, is really only effective for like a three or four day fast. After that, you start feeling kind of miserable because you're bringing in just enough calories to kind of get your body craving stuff, and then you rip it away. Uh, how often do I fast? I typically, when I'm not doing a plan like this, I'll fast every other day, usually 18 to 20, 22 hours. Uh, yeah, five-day fasting is intense. Uh, Someone says, Thomas, you really are making a difference with improving people's health. Quick question. Can we fry sardines and get, still get omega-3 benefits? Terrific question. Really good question. So omega-3s are fragile, which means they should not be fried. Okay, The benefit of sardines is gonna be that you're typically eating them cold. I do not like, recommend cooking them, cooking them because sardines are so fragile polyunsaturated fats, they go through what's called lipid peroxidation where the fats oxidize and turn bad very easily. So glad you asked that. Uh, someone says, you're awesome, dude, keep up the work. Also, is there a male-female difference when using the real salt for the sodium intake in the gallon water? Not really, to be completely honest. We could get down to super particular details, but one of the things I'm trying to be really careful of now is not getting so granular. <laughs> Pun intended by you know stalling people i've realized over the years that i create so much content and i put so much information out there that sometimes it makes people paralyzed and not want to make changes so i'm working really hard to to help generalize some things and then go into detail in other videos i figure there's a time and a place to go really deep in science but there's also just a time and a place to be generally motivating and provide good information so no for the sake of men and women how much sodium they should have on this plan I wouldn't really get down into the details. It's just gonna probably trip you out too much. Um, Raj says, how long should you do keto at one stretch? You uh, write how long, excuse me, got a question. Um, And how long break before start again? Okay, so basically you're asking how long of a stretch should you do keto before you take a break and then how long of a break? It is absolutely up to you, but the first time you go into keto, I would recommend minimum 90 days because 90 days is where we really see the science showing that people get fat adapted. Okay, so you're not getting the full benefit if you're not going for 90 days the first time through Okay, so later on, after you've been more fat adapted, you can go like 60 days on, 30 days off, 60 days on, 30 days off and play with it wherever you really feel good. Um, someone asked about Ujino Matcha. Uh, you can use their matcha that doesn't have the sweetener in it, the erythritol. The carbs are sugar alcohol carbs, so they're not actual carbs. Hang on, my, my uh, computer where I have my the live chat just uh, timed out, there we go, okay. So, uh, do you fast every other day, and are you keto on the off days? I am keto on the off days, but as you've probably seen, I put up some videos talking about when I do have carbs. I am what I call an experimenter, okay? Keto is my baseline, it is my neutral, it's where I feel the best, Um, and it's just that. Remember, everyone, science stays constant. Our perception of it changes, and what I mean by this is that there's always going to be what's actually working in our bodies but we don't always know it and we can try to uncover it. And we can try to figure out exactly what that golden ticket is, but the science is there and we are only human to uncover it. I go with what feels the best. I go with what gets me the best results. And the reason that I put the content out that I put out there is because people tend to gravitate to the fact that I have a passion in it. And I think that passion helps them develop a way that works for them. So the point with saying that is that, you don't have to do keto all the time. Uh, if you do keto, you can take some time, then go off of it, and then try something else. Okay, So there are definitely periods of time where I come off keto and I go paleo, or I come off keto and I test out vegetarian. I test things out because that's how I do things. So I encourage you to always have an open mind with this. default back to what makes you feel the best. So I will always go out on the fringes, but I will always default to what absolutely worked best for me when I lost hundred pounds, because for years stuff did not work. (laughs) And I'll tell you, keto and fasting worked. Uh, Is Crystal Light okay on keto? It is. It will not kick you out of keto, but it is full of aspartame. So please be careful. Uh, Pescatarianism for me says U-Haul. I'm with you, man. Uh, To be completely honest, I love eating lots of fish. It's a little bit hard to do in a house with a wife that doesn't like fish. So I mean, you're stuck cooking it on the grill. Um, Claude says, Thomas, I gotta thank you a lot for your content over the years. You introduced me to keto two years ago, which got me from 110 kilograms to 94 kilograms. That, this stuff makes me smile, right? In a world where there's so much just animosity and hatred right now, just seeing people being able to change their lives like this, just, maybe I'm just gonna do these for self-serving reasons. been going on straight keto for one year, I feel like it's so much, don't wanna get off. Yeah, then don't. You know, you don't, don't need to even get even with this plan. If this plan is working for you and you feel good, that is your best barometer for what's working. People go on diets and they starve themselves and they don't feel good, but they're getting a good cosmetic result so they lead themselves to believe that that's the way to go. You really need to kinda, you have to have all these different parameters in line. You need to be feeling good, number one. Then you need to be losing weight if you need to lose weight and you need to not be losing weight if you don't need to lose weight okay it's all about how we feel because if you feel better you can work out harder if you feel better you can perform better if you feel better you're happier and make better decisions Do what makes you feel good and the rest will follow suit. I had to do that when I was 300 pounds because I, believe it or not, tried going vegan, I tried going vegetarian, okay, and it didn't really work because that was the first thing doctors tried to throw at me. It didn't work, okay, but when I started doing keto because yes, I liked meat and yes, I liked cheese and yes, I liked coffee and butter and I liked that stuff, It worked well for me at first because it was easier, but then it worked well for me because I had the best energy with it. It doesn't mean that it's the gospel for everybody. So anyhow, uh, Bob Snyder, yes, and you will put on less fat doing it keto. I agree with what you're saying, if you can gain uh, gain muscle. Let's see, Um, your channel has helped me make some real change in my life. Still working out which foods are best for me, exactly. So many good questions. During this challenge, what is your recommendation to gain a bit more muscle? Good question. I think you're going to find, uh, Edgar, that with the higher protein day, you're going to be totally set. You don't need to change anything. What you might want to do is on the uh, higher fat, lower protein day, actually bump up the protein a tiny bit more so it's a higher calorie day. So in other words, right now it's high protein, lower fat, excuse me, higher fat, lower protein, followed by higher protein, lower fat. Your earlier first day should be Higher fat, moderate to high protein. That's the only thing you should change because we still need to keep you lean in the process. How should I deal with keto rash? Tremendous question because keto rash comes in usually in the very beginning. So it usually goes away. There's not a whole lot of solid explanation. Uh, There is some evidence that shows that there's a weird reaction in some people with ketones and, and that rash, but it's hard to describe. Eric Ackerman says, keto is great maintenance for me. I did not gain the weight back unlike every other diet type. That's with that's me too, man. It's like, I'm able to keep it off. I'm actually just reached my uh, 10 year mark of keeping 100 pounds off. So I posted that a little while ago. So I was celebrating, I celebrated with, I don't even know what I celebrated with. <sighs> I think I took the dog for a walk. But anyhow, 10 pounds of keeping 100 pounds off, or 10 years of keeping 100 pounds off, and it was all just because keto worked for me, and then it developed a passion for me. Um, says, hi, this is Dennis from The Challenge. I've hit 186 pounds from 222 pounds, doing personal training three times a week and cardio on the fourth. Thanks for helping me change my life. Uh, That's awesome, man. Good to hear that. Um, Can I take magnesium citrate every day for constipation with keto? I wouldn't take magnesium citrate. Okay, that's pretty intense stuff. What I would recommend that you take is something more like, whoops. Sorry, I almost clicked something. What I would recommend is that you take like magnesium, um, dimagnesium malate, or some kind of lower, more sustained magnesium that's gonna allow you to kind of take it more consistently. Magnesium citrate just draws a lot of water into the colon and actually depletes you of minerals more. Um, Does eating less fat on keto mean you burn more body fat versus the fat from food? Sean Veditz, you nailed it, ding, ding, ding. I don't know if you saw the beginning of this broadcast, but that's exactly what I talked about. Um, There's a very important thing And if you're super engaged in this broadcast, you don't have to, but if you're super engaged in this broadcast, I would encourage you to type this in so that it just drills into your head, okay? Chase results do not chase ketones. Chase results do not chase ketones. Far too many people load up on fats because they want higher ketone levels. Ketones don't mean crap if you're not burning fat. Okay, well, I should, someone's gonna, Clip that, (laughs) but that's not what I'm saying. When it comes to body composition, the ketone levels don't necessarily mean anything because your body's gonna regulate and your body has an ability to see a feedback, right? So it sees like if your ketone levels are too high and you're not using them, there's a feedback loop that sends a message to the brain, hypothalamus, that sends a message to the pituitary, that sends a message to ultimately the liver in the grand scheme of things that says, hey, we're creating a bunch of ketones, but this guy's not using all of them. So go ahead and pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, so when the brakes are pumped, then you stop producing as many ketones and you actually downregulate the fat process, fat burning process. So by saying this, I mean ketone levels are important because they paint a very big picture of where you are at in given situations. They paint a very big picture of where you're at with uh, certain meals and certain exercise routines, but they are not the end all be all. It helps people to know that my ketone levels, I guarantee you I'm in ketosis. I have less than 15 grams of carbs a day and I work out like a maniac. So what's going on? Well, my body's efficient. It doesn't need to have a bunch of ketones. That's just all there is to it. Uh, I'm from New Zealand. I've been following for about two years, but I need to restart my weight loss plan. I think this plan is perfect for you. And those of you just hopping on, again, the first link in the description leads you to uh, a video that was posted last week that breaks down everything you need to know about doing this 30-day challenge with me so that you can join me on these live broadcasts for ButcherBox for this challenge. So people that are doing this challenge with me that want to try ButcherBox, you can try them down below in the description and there's a special promo for ground beef for life when you check them out. So please do. They're sponsor of this whole challenge. So people were saying, why aren't you selling a meal plan? Well, the meal plan's free and everything is free, but I make a couple bucks by at least promoting a sponsor. You don't have to do anything with it, but I put it out there. So anyway, that link is down below. Uh, uh, Any recommendation for what foods may help with foods to avoid? Um, That's a tough one. Anything that would be good, collagen, marine collagen. So good kinds of fish they are going to have marine collagen in in them. Shellfish, which is another thing that you see probably a lot of in this plan. Um, Let's see. I lost 45 pounds since I started keto in February, but I haven't lost any more recently. Do you have any suggestions? Thanks for all the great information. Glenn, good question. I don't want to just default to what I've been saying, but I think that this plan is probably going to be beneficial for that. Going to allow you to kind of go through those surges of different fat burning enzymes. Um, thank you, Thomas. My new dessert snack, frozen blueberries. <laughs> awesome. Uh, mad keto macros, please. For women, 25 years old with slow metabolism. Ask uh, Kayla. Kyla. The macros are tough, but I would say on one meal a day, it's very imperative you keep your protein higher. Okay. Because on one meal a day, you're going to be serious nitrogen balance uh, deficit, so a net loss, which means that you're going to be in a bad situation as far as the protein content is concerned. So I would be leaning more towards like 50 to 60% protein, okay, 30% probably on the fats, and then probably 10 to 20% on the carbs. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy because that's pretty low fat, but I would rather see you get the protein and the fat, especially if you're someone that's overweight, your body's going to be able to pull from your fat stores. Uh, How many days a week do you suggest for cardio versus lifting? I suggest as much cardio as you possibly can without feeling like it's running you down. I just want to say Mickey FC, thank you for that awesome super chat, man. That was amazing. You did not have to give me a hundred bucks. I appreciate that. That's um, very, very, very kind. Thank you. Uh, How do you stay disciplined on the weekends? Weekdays are easy for me. It's the weekends that are tough. (laughs) It's funny because it's actually kind of the opposite for me. Uh, Usually on the weekdays, it's tougher. The weekends, I'm super active. The weekdays um, you know, where I'm home more. It's just the weekends, we're always out doing stuff. So it's so funny. Uh, it's different with different people, but having a plan is always going to be the best. You know, even me, like I will use a coach, whether it's a nutrition coach or someone just to help me uh, categorize my life better and everything like that. Hang on a second. My wife just asked if, uh, cause so we're about to have dinner. So hang on. That's how you know this is live. Okay. My wife just pinged me. She's like, are you ready for dinner yet? So can I lose 40 pounds just by doing cardio? Absolutely. But you remember, you have to see where your deficit's going to be. Okay. So how much cardio do you have to do to get yourself there? Right? Okay. It's going to be pretty, pretty aggressive amount of cardio. So they say abs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. I beg to differ. I think, you know, Abs might be made in the kitchen a little bit, but bodies are made in the gym. You know, your full body and everything that's going to allow you to have a good result is made in the gym. Uh, Or doing cardio too. I mean, the point is you have to put the time in. Losing weight, but how do I increase muscle mass? Any recommendations? Um, I would recommend training in the morning in a fasted state and then breaking your fast right after you are done working out. So maybe start your fast a little bit earlier in the day, early, uh, the next, the previous day, excuse me, and then fast through the morning time, work out, and then break your fast. That way you can lose that fat still, but you can allow your body to reallocate the carbohydrates and the food that you're taking in into building muscle. Um, Thomas, is fat loss just about calories? It's not just about calories. There are definitely other factors, okay? And I don't want to be the guy that says it's calories in, calories out, because I go to war with guys like that all the time. And I think it's generally a cop out to say that because it's just the basic, easy response. But we forget the fact that, like, if you were to just eat sugar, like, what would happen to your body if you ate twenty five hundred calories a day of just sugar? If you lie, if you say that calories in, calories out is all that matters, then one could imply that you just eat 2,500 calories worth of sugar and you're fine. So point is, is that it's not all that matters, but yes, it's kind of the big fundamental overarching piece. There's different things that we can throw into the mix to pull bigger levers within that thermodynamic category. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, what are my thoughts on keto? Um, well, considering I lost 100 pounds with it, I'd say I'm quite a fan. So that's like the whole idea of this channel. I've been doing it for years. Uh, kind of breaking down a lot of the common myths and craziness about keto. Is it true that fasting reduces hunger while on a caloric deficit? Yeah, it absolutely does. Fasting reduces hunger because it reduces that ghrelin signaling and it reduces what's called uh, AMP kinase, so am- adenosine, uh, adenosine monocycline. So it's basically AMP. So Adenosine, monophosphate, cycl- kinase, excuse me, I always get tongue twisted on that one. AMPK gets downregulated in the brain, making you less hungry, upregulated in the body, making you burn more fat. Uh, am I able to build muscle in a caloric deficit? Kind of. Um, it all depends on different when you eat the food. So it's a very long, long answer to that. Uh, can't have avocado, what could you replace it with? Um, honestly, the cl- next best thing olive oil or straight up olives put into an omelet. Uh, Can a vegetarian truly get into a keto state? Absolutely. I've done vegetarian keto and find it actually works very well. Eggs, all that stuff, you're good. Eggs, dairy, if you're lacto-ovo. Guys, I better hop off. Okay, The wifey needs uh, me to come up and help the kiddos so that we can get to eating some dinner. Uh, You guys are all super awesome. Please don't forget to check out the video down below that has the full meal plan. Please don't forget to check out ButcherBox and get some meat delivered to your doorstep. They're a big supporter of this channel and they are awesome. So please do, there's a special link just for you guys down below. And please, 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 I beg of you guys, turn on notifications, because every single day I'm posting a video and YouTube does not push it out unless you have notifications on. Okay, so turn on YouTube notifications, turn on the little bell icon, and then make sure you go to your settings on your phone, go to your settings, and make sure you enable notifications for YouTube. Okay, you can look up how to do it, enable notifications for YouTube, and then turn on notifications on my videos so you always get posted, because all kinds of content daily. You guys are awesome. Thank you all so much and I'll see you soon.